Real Business Owners. Okay. What's up, Real Business Owners? Welcome back to the part two of our partner retreat. Yes, where we're going to map out some, a little bit more of our uh, of our marketing methods for our uh, next for the end of this year and and also next year. Um, yeah. I'm here with the partners. I got Trevor as always. Yo yo. We got John Dizzle back in the hot seat. What's up? As well as Jay Bone. Jay Bone, I like Hard, that. Hardwood. Jay Hardwood. <laughs> Jay Wood hard. <laughs> we got some hardwood uh, floors right here. Yeah. yeah, guys, for this uh, second piece of the um, podcast, you know, hopefully you guys got a lot of value. In the last one, we're just kind of strategizing together. We feel like people are going to take a lot of value out of that. Um, in this episode, we're going to kind of finish up our topics, and then we're going to start mapping out all the channels uh, where we're going to hit hit our marketing and and how we're going to try and put it all in the right places. And again. This is something I feel like you're going to get a lot more value out of. I think you get a lot of value out of listening to these episodes, but these two, I really feel like you're going to get a lot of value going to a YouTube channel, watching it, seeing how we're mapping it out. And also, Corey's going to be generous enough to share some of our templates that we are using for our marketing structures as well. So those will be linked into the YouTube channel uh, underneath this video. So make sure you guys go check that out if you want some of those tools. Um, but guys, let's jump back into uh, finishing up these last six, seven topics, and then let's map this out. So we're on uh, topic 18 of 24 topics. We want to uh, drop two pieces of content each month to these individuals. Um, and if you guys are just barely tuning in, and this is like the first one that you're listening to, I would stop right now, and I would go back to part one. Go to episode 75 and start there, because it is a two-part series, as mm-hmm. Kel talked about in the beginning. So you're going to want to listen to both of these and listen to them in order. Um, but on both of the YouTube uh, episodes, there'll be that link that Kel talked about as well on both of them. So you can check it out on either side. But let's get back into the topics. Topic number 18 for content. Um, I have, uh, when is it time to change entities? Mm. You know, talking about different income levels and things like that in terms of how, how, when should you be thinking about transitioning from an LLC over to right. an S Corp and things like that? And we can talk about that because that's something that we see quite often, uh, right, John, when you're, when you're doing the discovery calls. A lot of people have uh, entity structures that, that they've outgrown. Yeah, they've outgrown it. Yeah, so that's a common so, mistake that we see. So I think that, that would be a good piece of content. Yeah, whoever writes this topic too, a lot of times it's worth going back to uh, an LLC or single member from an S corporation once you reach even higher income levels. Like Steve explained to us using that tax calculator um, as far as structuring how you pay yourself through the What was the credit? Like a self-employment credit or there was a credit or something. So he... Well, what happens is um, basically when you get to a certain income level, you're mm-hmm. already and you're maxing out your your salary, your fair and reasonable yeah, salary. Yeah. You're already paying the the full amount for your self employment tax, which is really Social Security anyway. And so at that point, a lot of times it's best to go back to the LLC since you're maxing it out anyway, and then strategize. He he was talking about paying your spouse and and doing a bunch of other things to reduce it even a little bit more. Mm. But whoever writes this topic, I think we should go back to that find that research, get with Steve on that, and make sure that people understand yeah. when it's the right time to go from, you know, LLC taxed as... Uh, as an, an S-Corp. Yeah, well, even from uh, from there to S-Corp, then back to 
an you know, LLC and then potentially a C corp if they're yeah. that large and making yeah. that much money. I can't remember what the term was either, dude. I don't remember what the term was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, along with that, and I don't know if this is a separate topic, but paying yourself a salary as an S corporation too. There's some repercussions if you don't. Right? Well, we yeah. talked about that in the audit one. Oh, the okay. audit risk yeah, in terms of what would flag an audit. audit yeah, yeah, that's the auto okay. trigger. So we we got 18 down. Anybody else have any ideas for potentially uh, like number 19? To, they don't all have to be tax related either. I mean, they could just be business value. Why don't we do some, yeah, some personal development stuff or something like that? Some That'd things that have helped you in your business. You know, you guys are both in 75 maybe, hard maybe, right now. Maybe how social media can affect your business in a positive way. Yeah. You know, and how to One. utilize uh, maybe po- or power moves and starting podcasts and how it can attract business and how you can look like more of the authority in your industry by doing these items. Right. Top five things you can do to be the authority. Yeah. Get a social media presence, do a podcast, or you know, kind of get a YouTube channel, channel or I whatever. I think people want to see who they're working with, who they're doing business with. Yeah. And, and so video gives them an idea. They, I, your yeah. guys' personality comes out in the video. You know, they know who they're talking about, or right. talking to, and they Some know what they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you <laughs> definitely want to make sure there's video attached to all these topics as well. But that we would probably be cool. could do a topic on the power of social media and videos. You know, just like, hey, this has impacted our business greatly. I, yeah. I don't know. Because it's we're, been we're, over a year that you guys you guys went down to, what was it, Miami? Yeah, Miami. Yeah, yeah, and, I was about and to went bring to that the, up. The, it was, uh, the, it's, Gary, been Gary it's been two it'll, years. It's been two years. It'll be three years in January. No. Yeah. No. Two years. Two yeah, years. it'll be three years. No, I think it will that's be three. Remember, I think it was 2017. We were, we were spying on somebody summer. back home. I was doing something wrong in my marriage. Yeah, in your marriage. Take the mic. Holy shit. Air it out, bro. Holy shit. These guys were having a good old time, and I was just sitting there all depressed. He's like, yep, it was three years. It was. So, yeah, that's how I reference it, man. Three years. When everything fell apart. Hey, dude, I've done it too. Like, when I'm like, man, how long has this been? Well, that all fell apart no way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's your that's reference. Oh, that, oh, we were hanging out? Oh, that vacation. That yeah, must have been we, around uh, 06. When me oh. and my people asked me when me and my ex-wife split, I was like, UFC 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally, <laughs> that was the night. Yeah, it, that, and this has got a special meaning. This is episode 75, and no, you guys are both... 76 now, bro. Well, I know, but the last one's 75. You guys are both doing 75 hard. You know, that's true. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Trevor and I talked about this a little earlier. Are we... So we kind of we're good on the social media thing and the the content, yeah. For that um, one, but, yeah, we'll but just one say thing I wrote: how to be the authority, social or and videos, proof, or how to be the authority, or something like that in your industry, something like that. One thing that I'd written down here was discipline, and you know, I I think I talked to you about it this morning about just what you can what you can see in yourself when you're just a disciplined person. You know, we're sitting here eating lobster bisque and all this good food, and you guys are just sitting there just. Eating with chicken. your hands behind your salads. back. You know? Yeah, eating salads with chicken. Yeah, It's not even hard at a certain point. Yeah. No, no. Once you met, it's, but, but it's a mental thing, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and you just really learn a lot about yourself. And getting up early and think of the things that you can do and accomplish, the pro- productivity that mm-hmm. comes out of it. And you guys are doing two workouts a day. You're reading. So you're doing a lot, a lot more than a lot of other business owners probably. Sure. You know. So topic 20, being disciplined and maybe even highlight where you should be disciplined in your business to grow. I was going to say maybe financially disciplined mm-hmm. or what, you're, what you suggested as well. Well, that's a whole other topic we could put down too. Topic 21, financial habits. Oh, yeah. Positive financial habits. 
That's good because we do preach that quite a bit, anyways. You know. Yeah. I think one we could pull off on the uh, credit repair side would be something along for businesses and loans, like proper way for like when to plan, when is the right time to go out and finance the business or how to obtain money. I think it should sure. be searched up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're what twenty one. So let's hit 22. So the idea, guys, is we want to, again, get through 24 topics and then kind of map out some of the the things that we're going to use to distribute the content where we want to do it, all that good stuff. So uh, we've got three topics left. Um, Do we want to do, you know, five best books on entrepreneurship, must-reads or something like that, just Mm -hmm. just as a kind of a filler to a certain extent, even though it's – I, th- One I of think our it's favorites. good information. Any of our favorites. Yeah. yeah. Top five business books or entrepreneur books. You know, Kel can say, this is my favorite one so far. And he can write a, like a little paragraph on a summary, summary. of why it's fa- yeah. his favorite. You guys can do the exact same thing. We can do the top four. We're going to get a variety of and them. And we can yeah. say Kel's favorite book, you know, owner. Trevor's favorite book, owner, you know. And yeah. we can do a little, almost like a little founders book review. Favorites. Yeah, Founders Favorites or something like that. Yeah. Um, that would be a cool title too, Founders Favorites, and they click on it and see yeah, that. That's cool. You yeah, know, so, write that mm-hmm. so we only have two topics left. Systems and processes, defining roles. Uh, yeah. did organization we do chart. Did, did we like did that. we have that down already? No. I, I thought we had it uh, operating agreements kinda or no. No, I mean that's well, just an agreement. Roles, operating agreements. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot because I mean, even from a legal standpoint, like you know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot you talk about operating agreements, but I feel like you could do a whole other topic on systems and processes alone, right? And how and how internal, to, like how you're running roles. your company, yeah. and, yeah. and organizational you, chart, sure. and things like delegating that. out the work. So you're not. We, we learned a lot from you know, Austin Netsley and his group, you know, and organization yeah. and, and delegating time, you know, yeah. and yeah. So yeah, that'd be good. Or uh, you know, finding your ideal client, you know, actually Target, I- yeah. identifying who you're ideal client is who you're trying to appeal to you know you're not trying to work with just anybody everybody and anybody it's you know i think that's one of the biggest takeaways that we that that we got last year and and whatever yeah yeah, that we implemented during this year you know we designing your ideal client yeah you know we we went from trying to work with thousands of people and kind of overloading our our accounting staff to realizing especially that really wasn't the best direction yeah especially but. for other accountants accounting firms that follow our content like that could be a pretty cool uh exercise for them right like yeah. how to design your ideal client you know because that's that's where you want to structure your marketing towards right you know so i think that could be a good topic as well can we have one more bonus yeah you got something or what yeah yeah, yeah. The, the value of your coaching Oh, dude, I was actually thinking that a little while ago. Yeah. Because yeah. I like when I, from an outside perspective, watching you guys, the power of that's when masterminds and coaching. Yeah, like mm-hmm. leveling up when you guys really, yeah. I think, start hitting the real big stride is when you're writing. You know what? Big that's actually one of the last books. chapters in my book. My my book layout is is the power of bringing it all together. Um, masterminds like this, outside, internally, and then also coaching as well. I think another topic could be basically what we're doing now. The importance of taking time and planning and focusing on your business rather than in your business and the power that that can have uh, in terms of 
growth, you know, Um, because we get distracted running our businesses and we're in our businesses rather than working on our businesses. And right now we're working on it. Think about where we were five years ago versus where we are now. You know what I mean? Like there, there was no days of checking out at 5 PM. There was no J and we do that a lot more now. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so when we feel like we're hitting those, those walls again, we're like, we're comfortable, right? We've got some great revenue. We've got a great staff. We've got great team. Like things are all kind of, kind of chiming together right but then it's like to go to the next level here we are we got to come together we got to have our own internal masterminds we got to we got to plan things out because in order to go from 12 13 14 million to now 20 next year yeah like we have to make some changes yeah, and we got to now systemize this and so here we are like okay how can we delegate all this out how can we structure this out how can we blow our marketing up because now we have sales in place now we have fulfillment in place now we know where to scale each one of them we need more leads right in order to go to the next level so it's worth giving up some nights and some time coming out here planning on it and then even when we get home banging out all these assignments and getting this all done to be able to launch into the new year to go to that next level and hit our goals and so I think that's huge. I think it's a huge thing. I think it's a, that's a good point, Corey, because, you know, initially some of these coaching programs, there's twenty-five to $50,000, and on the surface it looks like a lot of money. But look mm-hmm. at the relationship we, we, we got from Ed, they've, they've Ed and Andy with the, right. you know, 60-day credit repair. And yeah. you know, that alone was more than compensated for that annual fee, you yeah. know? So, but you don't know that stuff going into it. And no. so it's a sticker but, shock, but, and you're like, so how much? I can't you recoup. You can't project your yeah. return. <laughs> No, I can't no, recoup no. twenty five grand or fifty grand, but but one or two relationships can make a huge difference. It can change the entire scope yeah. of your business, yeah. without a doubt. You're one handshake away, one conversation away from the right individual that can connect you, or he's the connect, or she's the connect. Whoever. Um, it's hard for people to see it's as an that investment blows it up. when they can't see the end result the immediate return yeah you know what I mean? exactly so, everybody wants to work on projections and this there's no way to measure that mm-hmm. and if it's not measurable to a certain extent immediately because you don't know going in who you're going to meet or if you'll meet anybody so you're taking the risk just like you would in business right. you don't know for sure that your business is going to be successful but you took the risk on that and invested the money you know so invest into yourself just as much as you're investing into the business, right. you know, because yeah. you are the individual running the business. So you need yeah. to be, you know, thinking at a high level. And right. so you have to surround yourself with the high level thinkers in order to get to those high levels. That's sure. really what it comes down yeah. to. So, so we got that resource. And then also we're providing services for another guy, per, creating leads for him. You know, mm-hmm. that was another relationship. So there's various types of relationships that you can benefit from. Plus we have a, a great deal of clients come out of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, not only that, but also money. even, you know, with McBroom. You know, know, us calling the leads and, and doing the uh, event with them. Yep. Yeah, your competitors can become your allies. Yeah. So there's, yep. there's so much value yeah. to go around. There's a, We have strengths that we're a better fit for than him and vice versa, and we've sent each other business. Yes, you know? exactly. So, yeah, exactly. there's a lot of great things that have come from that. But, you know, even outside of going to these uh, out, outer masterminds, which is a huge amount of value, you can do it internally like we're doing right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know, and so you can get I think your they're team both together. Necessary. I was just going to say, away from the, yes. the chaos, have a little mastermind because right now we're trying to get clear on our vision. That's what, right. yes. what we're doing. That's we're what it comes clear down to. Our vision on what's it going to take to get to twenty million. Now, yes. right? Yeah. And so here we are mapping it out, and there's a ton of value in that. So I want to bring up a point real quick because there's probably listeners out there that own the business themselves. They're like, well, why would, you know, I'm not going to go away by myself. And you don't have to go away by yourself. There's key players in your business. 
or there should be key players in your business and you could take that that number that your right hand man or your right hand woman or whatever it is um, you know, we take Corey all over the place with us because he's a good mind, right? And he, he sees things differently from a marketing perspective. Sure. So you take your leaders in your company, if you don't have partners, and mastermind with your leaders. They probably have mm-hmm. good ideas Great that ideas, they can yeah. implement because they're on the front lines too. Your yeah. And if you're exactly. a solo operator, dude, like get in some masterminds. So get in masterminds? Feel that. But, you know what I mean? But in because some cases, as, once you get in masterminds, you are going to start scaling. You mm-hmm. are going to start growing your staff. You are going to evolve some key players that you can start in your internal masterminds with as well. I still think it's important, even if they're by themselves, to to map out and have that vision with themselves. Yeah, you know, um, obviously jointly when you have partners, you should all have the exact same vision and be working towards it. And that's why it's important to come together every so often just to make sure that we understand what the game plan is and everybody's on the same page. And, you know, because we all run in different directions in, in a lot of cases of the day and communication, even if we're at the same office every day, doesn't mean that we're just sitting here communicating all Dude, day about the, the business. Some days and I don't even see you guys, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I pop in after you're in or you've yeah. left already and I'm in and like, there's days we don't even yeah. see each other. Yeah. D- Diz is in his office with the door shut, calling people, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think what's cool about this place is look at the view and maybe we could get some footage here, but just be disconnecting from all the distractions that are, that are at the office and families and kids and everything that we have going on. But this is such a cool place. I, I mean, I've just enjoyed being here away from TV, I think it's except for the debates. I think it's a awesome <laughs> pleasure, right? Yeah, yeah. Here, here we go again. Go ahead, Jerry. Take the mic. Take the mic. I'll go to I'll go but, bathroom but, break for me. Yeah. But just kidding. sitting on the couch in there on the laptop, looking at the ocean and the view of Mount, uh, what is it? Rainier. 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 This is a great setting. Yes. Yeah, we'll definitely get some uh, outer shots to kind of lead into this episode. I think that'd be a good idea. But I think it was Steve Jobs that even like once a year or something, he went into the woods or it was somebody that's like a billionaire to they go in by themselves and just yep. kind of with a notebook and just journal and, and mm-hmm. create. They'd get their creative side just going like, with no distractions. Yeah. And just think about their business and the next vision for the iPhone or this or where they're going to take. You have to do when your company gets to a certain size, you kind of have to in order to hit that next level, because now you're fighting for. I mean, dude, we have a lot of momentum, but still to go from five million to 10 million is difficult Then 10 million to 15. You know, you have to literally have a clear vision in order to be able to make the shit happened. Sure. Yeah, we were just talking about that with Matt McConaughey in his book. Yeah. When we were flying out here, we were like, dude, he's like, what did he do? He went out into the desert for... He, he's, yeah, he sat on a hammock on the beach. Oh, no, it was no a distraction. desert. Huh? Yeah. No distractions. Just, and ha- just a pen and a paper, he wrote his book called Green Lights. That's how you and, can and then, get, really get into the flow. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Whether, exactly. whether you're riding or whether you're yeah. building exactly. or you're doing whatever you're doing. Because it does take getting clear on your vision. And, to, and, to and, and us as business owners, we don't actually... You, you don't get away yourself enough. You know what I mean? Like, with how much entrepreneurs have to deal with, you know, it's good to, to get away and disconnect. And, you know, individually, I think it's great for us too. Just As it's partners. a relaxing yeah. environment yeah. and it's calming business and all that. Pleasure. And so, right. exactly. So it's a good, pleasurable environment uh, as well as we're getting shit done, right? yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, so let's map. move, yeah, yeah, let's move it into kind of mapping this shit out, Corey. Why don't you come grab a, a marker? And you can start, and again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll, you'll be able to see, you know, uh, us kind of mapping 
out how we're going to get the content out there, you know? So uh, what apps or services that we are going to be utilizing to mm -hmm. distribute the content and where we want to distribute it, uh, things of that nature. So um, this is basically your free session uh, that most people would pretty much charge you for. Yeah, you our, know, our marketing maps, they're mm -hmm. free. We'll get B-roll. So um, we'll I, I mean, we don't need to write is. out all 24 topics up no, there. No, 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 yeah. 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 It's, it's just a, kind of a little idea how we're going to Okay, so what do, what do we use for email campaigns just okay. to get content there out? There will what's, be a link. What's the service? There will be a link. It's called Active Campaign on the YouTube channel. Active this, Campaigns this is who we use. We will be getting a little commission from it if you guys sign up, which we'd appreciate it because it's going to have an affiliate. We do get commission? Yeah, we get paid. Well, how much do we get paid? Full well, turn. Corey gets us paid. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, just so active campaign. Yeah, and active campaign. There'll just be a link. How much is it later. a month for something it like varies. that? What's like, the cost? We've got, it starts at nine bucks. I just looked the starts other Starts at nine bucks. Yeah, but we're like four hundred a month, five hundred a month for. But we've got fifteen, twenty thousand emails that we're sending out to. Yeah. So, so the lot. more emails that yeah, you store, based on the usage, how, then, how often uh, you send out and how much the storage is on it. So it could be anywhere from nine bucks a month to five hundred a month, depending on how big your list is. It could be thousands yeah. a month if it's yep. that millions. Exactly. Know. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first step. Well, actually, we're going to go back a little bit further. So uh, there will also be a link in the YouTube channel for if you guys want to follow the way that we do it. Uh, we use Trello. Trello is just basically it's a task management system. So. Uh, so we use. Uh, tre is yeah, Trello. Trello. So what we're going to do here? Task management system. Yeah. So the first part is sure. Trello. That's free. There are some paid plans. Most likely, you're not going to scale up on that. We Trello's also use free. Slack. That's a free one as well. There's a lot of automation that can be leveraged from Slack. It's a communications app. We can actually drop the Trello tasks and then communicate with each other. It's all linked up with, with Slack. With it, right? They're integrated. Yeah. So So right. we use Slack to communicate. Yep. But Trello for the tasks. Trello. Trello. T R E L L. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we're just gonna also use Google Drive. Okay. You should have a Gmail account. These are mm -hmm. yeah you, small if you're if you're not doing if you're doing a business plan you're like five bucks per user per month. But anyway regardless. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take our content and it's going to start here in Drive, okay? We're going to have, uh, basically it's like a Microsoft Word uh, sheet that the finished content is going to sit inside of there. Within Trello, and I'll kind of cut to a little screenshot for you guys so you guys can see how we do this. But basically we've designed little, uh, the boards, they're referred to as Kanban, which is just, it's a way of management. It's basically you have like, uh, a, like a to-do, and then you have a doing, and then you have a done. But you can name these whatever you want. Okay. And, and that's and that's in where? And this is in Trello. And I'll train you up on this. It's super easy to use. So we basically we start a task here and you can just drag and drop. So the to do, the 24 assignments here, mm -hmm. those are gonna live in here. We've actually got one that's called to write or to film or to for to video. Okay. So once those are done, these are all lined out. When those are assigned to each individual person, we'll get the homework assignment set up. And a due date, which is important. We discussed about that. Right. That's one of the areas with my shortcomings is when you don't assign a due date. Gotcha. I tend to put that one off forever and I just, it gets false. Okay, so the first step would be somebody would download Slack if they have people that they need to communicate with. And then they get uh, Trello, Trello. Yep. Um, integrated with Slack. And inside of Trello, you basically what we just did is we did 24 or 5 topics. 
so that we can put it in uh, Trello under the to-do list. And those are the topics that we have to either write something yeah. on or film a We're video on. We're going to conquer on these. Yeah. yeah we, really, the idea is to get all the content back to, to Corey so that he can then properly distribute it, right? So uh, all the areas I feel like that we need to distribute it to, there's so many, right? But we don't know until these are done and until we see what kind of engagement we get, whether it's through the emails, the social media, we don't know which ones are the hitter ads, right? That we're going to run over and over again and, and utilize for retargeting. Yeah, we can touch right? on that too. Yeah. So with an active campaign, you could do what's referred to it. And going back to how you said simplify things, uh, a split A-B test. You basically just take you know version one and you pit it against version two. So we can try different topics for each one of these, or headlines for each one of these. Yeah, topics, headlines, yeah, you know? the images. So, um, how hard is it to deliver videos versus like images versus text? On what? On email. They say that the open rate is really kind of determined by the headline. So once it goes inside of it, it doesn't really matter. The only thing is if you're embedding video, we've ran into this problem. If you're using like a lot of email clients like Gmail or Yahoo, mm -hmm. they don't let you embed video directly in it, meaning you can open up the email. You don't ever leave. You click it and play okay. with it. Yeah. They just don't allow you to do it. So that is kind of a disadvantage to it. But the objective for us is a couple things. Is that when we, when we first... The content is going to start off on our blog. On that blog, and this is important to note, is it's going to have a tracking pixel, and the tracking pixel is going to allow us to measure cookie data from, you know, Facebook and from Google and those kind of things. And we'll touch on that why that's important here in a minute. But, so um, we go to the to-do list, and then it goes over to doing, and then done, uh, pretty done. much. So and then once it's it done, then it, once it's it done, what then I somebody here, grabs it from there, which would be you. You would grab yeah. it from the done folder. Um, and, and ours naming is a little different. This would just be simplified. But, correct. You know, I've actually got a pretty elaborate one where it's coming in for like, you know, once it's going from the doing done, it's technically I call it published. And once it's published, I have a promote. So once those this this published happens simultaneous. So that task is going to sit here. Basically, it's done, right? But that triggers a brand new event for me. Now that's a new set of tasks that I come over here. So I'll simply drag that over, and that's basically for my ads. And the ads is going to come in and hit that. But the cool thing about Active Campaign, what this allows us to do, is that it's going to give us the ability. We can take one piece of content, well, like one email. We can fire it out, test the subject lines for the open rate. Okay. Which brings a real quick question. So should we do three headlines each? on each email that we draft um, sure. and then we'll just rotate them out. There are headline generators that can help us write mm -hmm. these two. And um, what do you mean by rotate them out? Does that mean that it's just, like, it's simple testing. Just if you send it to 4,000 emails and one gets a freaking 27% open rate, one gets a five. So like you basically, that headline you, is making you, a you test right? it on a small piece of your database. You just split it out. Yeah, well, like well you, you could. You could do a sample. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if like, you have thirty thousand emails, this is just the subject and and and, you're and you tested a thousand okay. emails on three different headers, and one of them stands out. Then wouldn't you blast that out to the other twenty-seven thousand yeah. with yes. the best open rate? Yep. Yes. Yep. Exactly and then and, and then when you know it. that it's a kind of a hitter, like dude, a lot of people are. Kept, then you use it for your social media too. And your ads. Exactly. And your ads. Yeah. Yeah. And you exactly. use it for your retargeting. So we're gonna run a little test on the front side of it. See what our open rate, how well it resonates. And then that's why this is sitting over here. Once we've got that data, then we start running our ads. Okay. So then the ads, once they come in, a few mechanisms are happening. That tracking pixel is super important because it'll follow them around. And when they land on the, on the website, there's some 
There's a little, actually it's pretty complicated for setting it up, but what we can do is we can monitor the time on the page and to what percentage they viewed to it. So, you know, like let's say that you've got a thousand, thousand page article and, or th thousand word article and maybe the user only came a third of the way down. I can fire a separate pixel that this is a cold lead. They didn't show a lot of interest in that, okay? They're gone. But somebody who consumes through all of the content, I'm gonna consider them warm. So now when it comes time to actually send out our ads for them, uh, like across the platform. So we know that they came in from the email, they clicked on that. I wanna start following those people on Facebook and I'm gonna only display the ads if they haven't, if they're not matching up with our database for a client. And so so for retargeting, Kel, the ones that, you know, like these code leads, mm -hmm. we, we need to write an email, a follow-up email, or however we're retargeting them, and, and keeping that in mind that they're a cold lead. They only read through a third of that, so try and hit them again, try and get them to a warm lead, right? Yeah. And move I wonder, along I wonder the process. if you could do that, since obviously they're not the long-read content people if they didn't read the full thing. I wonder if you catch their interest by just doing a shorter version, a short one. But our video. Yeah. Or a right. video, they, yeah. They, they made they well, a lot of times respond better. Just a great yeah. um, image or a short video with a great headline, but then once they click on it, like you know, they're they're in the funnel, right? We have a funnel, whether it's through phone sites or whatever one we use, and then, and then we can get them back to that article, get them finished reading it, where they can input their information, become a hot lead, hmm. right? But some, so, yeah, some people might respond better to video than they would text and stuff, and right. so. You, you just never know, but the idea is you've already paid for that lead. Might as well follow them around until you can get them into your bucket, right? Yep, exactly. And that's where coming in and, like, we're going to hit them on ads. You guys watching this, if, we, if I've done my job right, you guys should be seeing ads everywhere. You should be going and going, oh, my gosh, they're reading my email. Like, you know, look, right. accounting is throwing up an ad in my Gmail, and then I go to LinkedIn, they're there, they're on Reddit yeah. and everywhere. And we'll duplicate the same thing mm -hmm. for RBO, right? And we'll have its own separate campaign, too, so that it's just, like... We have two different styles, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's Gmail, LinkedIn, FB, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Um, do we even put down in there like Haro? Uh, what about YouTube? I don't see YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I'm still at, and then the YouTube. Oh, Reddit. Yeah, those pretty much anywhere where I can buy an ad space, I'm going to hit them. Now, the ad that's going to be shown to them is going to depend on, number one, the source that they came in from, and matching if they're an existing customer. We're not going to spend ad revenue if we have to if they're already a customer, um, and the level of interest in this. Once we get this, then we can come in and start. And going back to, like, we have, we, uh, the, we have a CRM system for the, our audience, but um, inside of that, JD takes pretty uh, descriptive and detailed notes. I didn't know this until yesterday. so. When we were trying to drive out what topics are we going to go in, he's kind of done a lot of work for me. I didn't realize that to go in and he's like, oh, this is a single member LLC that's been in operations for three years and this is their problem. So now obstacle. that's cool. Yeah. This is their obstacle they need to There's overcome. no problems, just yeah, obstacles. Right. Yeah. We're going to see a whole other set of content that's coming out of that. But um, then that information is just going to pipe directly back into our CRM. So if a lead form is filled out on the blog or even on Facebook or anywhere long, those are going to attach back into our CRM, and then that lead is going to be delivered back to JD. So this whole thing is going to kind of look messy. I'll do some illustrations for them on to show where the yeah. whole kind of flow goes through on it. But um, 
the biggest obstacle really is right here on the front side. Just getting the content to be able to distribute it. What about um, what about these other channels as well? Like uh, first of all, business.com, Haro, Forbes. Like how can we link those all back as well? Because we're going to be dropping our content into those as well. Where those have we're getting in kind of a different uh, realm, like the SEO realm. That like. The first thing is just the value of the traffic. It's a high, yeah. high traffic size. But once we have all the content created, we might as well drop it in there for more exactly right. right? Yeah. So and that's the nice thing is that for SEO, if we're getting a trusted site, um, help a reporter out that you talked about earlier in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes in. It's really hard to get links from like, you know, Newsweek or from CNN or Foxes. They just don't dole those out. But reporters, they they're not accountants. So they use this service that says, hey, we're doing an article about, you know, uh, Trump. That one's for you, Jeremy. Well, Trump thanks, in uh, 2021, what's going to happen if he, you know, what's going to happen if he wins or loses? And so they'll reach out to yeah. you know, Biden's tax plan versus Trump's tax plan. Yeah, they don't yeah. know anything about this. So they're going to reach out to an expert. And then the value for us is the fact that on site, on those bio pages, when they link back, all of that link authority for search and shop optimization uh, it's basically, if you think of SEO as like a, it's like a democracy, whoever, you know, who votes for that website to be in that number one position, that's distributed mainly through backlinks. So that, that's the value in the, the long part. Yeah. But the other thing is, is what we can do is we can, on the referring source coming back into our website, we can start to notice like, okay, this is coming in from Newsweek mm-hmm. and those people have a long time on site and, you know, whatever. We can e- increase our ad campaign for, for anybody coming in for Newsweek. We're going to start buying more space. But that, again, comes back in. If they hit that tracking pixel, we start following them around. We stay in front of them. That's yeah. important. That's now, it. how about what about integrating SMS? So how can we do that to be able to stay in front of people with the text message as well? Because we know the open rates it's super insane high. on that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there a way that we could, as we're building and growing our list, we can send text blasts out? Obviously, if they opt out, they hit stop, whatever. But if they haven't, um, we can just even just send them reminders. I know we want to integrate it with our fulfillment and our people and our clients. Like, hey, just dropped your P&Ls. But how can we integrate it with our marketing possibly and be like, hey, here's a text message. Find out. Here, watch this quick video on how we can save you X amount of dollars or, you know, check out this new R&D tax credit. We, or, we've, we've done that with 60-day credit repair. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a follow-up. Uh, so as soon as these people, they submit the lead, we're immediately getting notifications to our call center people. Right. And um, I, I think it's called Calendly or something like that. Uh, but anyways, it notifies them and it says, hey, you know, you need to call this person right now. They just submitted the form. And right. so they can get right on the phone with them. But so so we do have that, and so and then there is a there. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not totally clear on how it all works, but we we did build it over there, and the text messages do come into play as follow ups. Mm. Is the conversion been pretty good on it? Yeah, I mean we're having a record week this week. Last week we almost had a record week too. Yep. Yeah, I think SMS is huge if we can utilize so it. In our marketing you have and, to and through our fulfillment. So so with credit repair, these people are shopping around, you know. And they're going from one place to another to another. And if whoever contacts them first has the best shot of selling them, yeah. you know. Because as we're distributing this everywhere and we're gathering all this data on people, we should definitely make sure we're hitting that, right? And just make sure that we're getting even more people. Yeah. To, so to we'll automate it for you, you know, with the text message. We built it with these guys and we can do it again. So it won't be hard. Yeah, we... Uh What's the tech system that we already <clears throat> that we have used before in the past? The touch points. Touch points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think that they do have all the APIs. I remember when we first started using it, they weren't quite advanced yet, but I think they have new P APIs where we can integrate it a lot more. Yeah, I've got um, experience in Twilio, and Twilio, we can have Chris integrate pretty well just using their API into our CRM too, but we'll just want to look at them and see which one fits us best and get all that set up, you know? There, there is a capability talking to Sam who built this other uh, process for us. He says that they, they have um, technology where that once they open the email, it can alert us and we can actually call them up and say, hey, you know, we understand you just opened our email. We just wanted to, you know. So it's kind of cool what they're doing. That is. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, going back to the, to the actual assignment here. So inside of Trello, the reason we're going to use Slack is just it's a good way we found that everybody communicates within the company. Mm -hmm. So another app that can be done there. So I would prefer that we don't use text messaging on like these type of projects if we can just try to stay within Slack. It just gives us a history of it. So if there's any questions or we need to be able to... Oh, yeah. And the only thing I don't know. like about Slack is for it to like like let you know you have a message, you got to at somebody. Yes. So yep. our group, if it's like got to be like at Kel, at Jeremy, at Trevor, you know, where are you at with your topics this month? Right, you know right. what I mean? Or, or whatever. Deadline's yep. coming up. Like we got to make sure we're atting each other. Otherwise, it won't alert me. And mm -hmm. if I don't have a notification on my phone, dude, I don't, I don't check it. Mm -hmm. So like I like the notification on my phone. Sure. Yep. <laughs> so the first thing is going to be... I forgot about that. Especially because I have so many yeah. channels in Slack, dude. Even with other companies, I have, a, I have channels in Slack. Right. So the next step in our task is to take the 24 sign or 24 content pieces, either volunteer on which one you want to take or if we just dish out assignments on it, establish the due date, and uh, I think that it's pretty reasonable if we start either the 1st of December or went away until 1st of January, but this whole machine is out moving. So... What we're going to have to have right now, we're going to be sending out a first welcome. When somebody first uh, reaches out to Diz, he goes in and puts it in the CRM. Mm -hmm. That's what fires the sequence. So after that, I'll have, as we're building, we don't need 24 pieces of content today. We probably need uh, four to six before we start. And then as long as we know that those are being dropped in every week, we can stay in front of them. Do we have like a welcome email? And everything built and lined up. We're gonna redo a welcome video. Yeah. Yep. I've got some ideas for that. I think we should film that pretty quick too. And so. for both for so, each company. So, so that that'll be the first initial contact, right? Of email. Well, when they sign up. Yeah, when they sign up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you got two audiences. You got existing audiences, and then you have potential, right? Right. So or existing clients, and then potential. Yeah, and what JD was saying too is that it kind of depends on the obviously where they're at in their cycle. They might be like. We're just doing our research, you know. The, date, the dating phase or something that's super urgent. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I feel like if we go hardcore on, on uh, I guess I shouldn't say hardcore, but I, I feel like if we go, um, if we're very committed to really creating the tax plan with the R&D tax credit, with the amended review, and we're finding people that money right up front, it's going to be so easy for us to just, like show them that value out of the gate, like tens of thousands of dollars of their money we're getting back for them to one, get more testimonials and videos and all that, right? But also turn them into huge referral sources for us as well. Yeah. Maybe build a video that's like, hey, we don't want to like try and motivate you guys to go out and promote the hell out of us, but look how much of an impact we've made on you by saving you all this money. We can instantly turn you into an affiliate here. And everyone you do refer to us because of your experience with us, we do want to pay you on. 
So it's just a nice little side income for you. Before you know it, we have thousands of people sending us thousands of people, mm, right? Yeah. And so I feel like that's that's kind of a final piece of our marketing. If we just really hit a home run with their tax planning, we sell that initially, we build the value in that, we show them money, we're going to have tons of people out there marketing for us, right? And we yep. give them an affiliate commission because yeah. we already have it built in our CRM to where we can add them as, a, as an affiliate really quick and track those commissions for them. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's any... have embed code that we can send out somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any bigger the compliment, website, though. The website and they just, it'll give them credit. We set up their commission structure. You usually send out what checks once a week. That's For our affiliates? Yeah. 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 So they get paid quick and anyway... Yeah. Um, yeah, so the next step is really it's going to be to figure out who takes what at the top of it. And then um, those, like I said, they're going to live. We're going to make a piece that's emailed out, and then there's it's going to also live on our website. So those are the first two things. that Once that content is written, then it goes, we, we work on WordPress. Um, it has an option to schedule, so I don't have to wait until those are all come in at the last minute. When those come in, we'll just say, all right, uh, this is going to be sent out on the 1st and the 15th of every month. Those are automatically scheduled. Our ad campaign comes along promoting that new piece of content. And we start, it'll start to follow people as they come back in, like I said, and hit our tracking pixel and just follows them through the Cool. So it sounds like we need to write the content and get that all lined out. Um, and or we need to chop up a shit ton of the videos we already have and film some new videos mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And keep all in before mind, the end of this year. Right. And keep in mind too, we don't like, I prefer us if we could write or film video for each one of them just because it allows us to host it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we can, we can pull in just basically growing our content more. But if it means the difference of launching something on our written and having a video or not, I'll still go with the not. And if we have to use, um, uh, video from YouTube or from an open source that we're um, allowed to to post, we'll do that. Uh, video engagement for those listening: the longer you can keep somebody on your website, the more pages that they view, the higher your click-through rate. It demonstrates to the search engine, specifically Google, the higher your your authority is on the subject. So the whole purpose is to try to keep it sticky on the page as long as possible, and then that helps elevate us and our other positions too. So. Um, so if yeah. people hit your website and then bounce right off, Google sees that and they say, okay, well, you don't have good information on this subject exactly. on your right. website. Yeah. We're going to push you down. Yeah, because you're making us look bad here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll uh, get that assigned out. Uh, immediately that's, that's uh, set up in the queue to be able to go through. We move everything from the Trello from the doing to the done board. That queues it up for me for the, you know, the ads to follow those through. Pretty straightforward. I know that I tend to. Pretty straightforward. I know. Oh, simplify. But yeah. also for people like they don't have. If they can't afford like an on-staff marketer, they can take this framework. Literally go to right. Upwork. Upwork.com. Uh, you can go to Fiverr. A uh, really great resource is even like Philippines Craigslist, and like you can hire somebody that can cut up your video for you, and you can hire somebody to do your ads, and like even just start testing this out. Like, Five. Really if you gave them a roadmap. And then you yeah. hired somebody off of Upwork.com or like our, Fiverr's been totally great or Fiverr. Right now, so we're outsourcing yeah. some of our old videos that never got done just to get those get those all the job done. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm so, excited to see what so. he produces from that, honestly. And if we have some of those videos already all chopped up, that's gonna help us write the content. Mm-hmm. And then on some of them, if we have the content right now, it's gonna help us film the videos, right? Mm-hmm. So, kind of have to figure out how we're gonna divide and conquer that. Yeah. 
So what we'll do is, again, we'll make sure that you guys have downloadable versions of all of this because, I mean, obviously Corey wasn't on a mic when he was kind of mapping that out. Hope you guys can somewhat hear him when, when he was talking. Um, but I do think it's going to be a benefit to you guys to, to watch it on YouTube. Um, the battery to the camera did die at one point through it, so I'm not sure what the editing is going to look like on that. But um, anywho... Just make sure that when you get done listening to this podcast, you go over to YouTube if you're just listening on Spotify or whatever, uh, or iTunes, um, and download this if it's something that you're interested in, because it can get confusing just listening to a bunch of people talk about like these sequences, and it goes from here to here to here. These are the apps. Like You guys might be like trying to take notes, and it's just going all over the place and get confusing. So we'll have Corey basically put like a mini downloadable version, almost a little presentation on paper of here's the apps that we're going to use. Here's the sequence of how you do it. And then you could literally hand that over to a marketing individual that knows what they're doing. They're going to understand all that. And you can communicate with them through Slack, through some of the things that we just talked about to keep updated on the project or where they're at in the marketing, mm -hmm. the, the tracking pixels. Because if people are opening up your emails, you want to follow them around a little bit. You know, uh, the tracking pixels allow you to follow them and, and put an ad in front of that individual on Facebook or, you know, wherever they're at, YouTube. Um, and so that's why it's important to understand that you do have to track the people that are opening and how long that they're reading so that you can determine which ones you want to continue to target uh, in your marketing. So Just like anything, man, you got to have the data to make continue to make decisions, mm -hmm. right? So. Corey, what do you think about the different um, ad building softwares out there, such as ClickFunnels, phone sites? Um, I know you've built some things in both. I know you've built some stuff in ClickFunnels. I know there's other ones out there as well. Which ones do we use? Which Are you going to put those up in there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in fact, I'll grab the handheld over here. Um, I love phone sites. Um, well, first of all, it's really affordable. I think it's 49 or 99 I don't know if our they price on it. Yeah, yeah I don't know if ours is the early price though. But anyway, regardless, really affordable. Um, you can do everything from your phone. Yeah. Like that's the coolest thing about it is that like you can literally, you can build a landing page. There are templates. If you're doing it right, you can do it in probably under five minutes, yeah. three minutes. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can drop some of those resources to him yeah, as well. We'll like, I think we have an affiliate link. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, so assume if, that if there's a link in there, we might be uh, yeah. affiliate link. Yeah. Yeah. So if, yeah, if we drop links, um, just click on it. <laughs> Use our link so that we can get paid for it. That's not how it is. For real. Just, yeah. I mean, don't, don't yeah, check it out. It's the same price. Yeah, exactly. It is the same price. It is the same price no matter what. You might as well hook it up, you yeah. know, so okay. support yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got, got Abraham here. Lincoln over here. Well, going back to that quick, answer the full question. Okay, so phone sites of love. WordPress... Um, you can find resources online for any outsourcer that knows how to work within WordPress. So you can self-host. ClickFunnels a little bit spendy, but it has a ton of resources. But it, it was frustrating. Some things I was trying to do on it. So I, I well, mean, I didn't, I, I didn't kind of, get really deep into it. Yeah. You know, um, my wife just built a page on Shopify. I had someone at Fiverr do it. You just it looks great. Now she paid a hundred bucks for it. So, right. uh, yeah, she got, that's crazy. Yeah, cheap. she got hooked up. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah, we'll give you guys all the resources, all the links. Click on the links, sign up for whatever you need to sign up for. Yeah, we'll share our final <laughs> marketing maps with you. Yeah, so, and if you guys have questions about this or whatever, and you got a lot of value out of it, but you're confused about something, send us a, just a DM, um, and then maybe we can email you we'll over you. Uh, okay. the downloaded version of, of what we're talking about here. If you have trouble downloading it on YouTube or on whatever, just let us know on a, on a direct message. And then we'll uh, we'll we'll get your email and send it over to you. So, but if we have your email, you know we're gonna get an e you're gonna get an email about 24 of them uh, <laughs> next year. So just be prepared for that. It'll be good. Though. Uh, Hopefully more. Yeah, as yeah, long as you're not annoying people and you're delivering good well, content. Good I think information. Yeah. I mean, everybody yeah. should want to hear this shit. You know? <laughs> and then every seven times we'll just throw out a an offer. An offer. To you, yeah. You know? I, think the, I think the real value. Take advantage of it if it's gonna benefit you. The real value is like taking the time, mapping this out, and then just getting it done and putting it out there. I mean, so many people struggle to just put it out there, right? Like these are not going to be perfect ads. We're going to put a ton of value into them. Yeah. There's probably going to be some mistakes or some people that there are always critical is. Mm -hmm. and all that great stuff. But you just got to put stuff out there because you are going to find those ones if you're consistent that are home runs that you can turn into ads, that you can gather more leads, and that you can get more customers. And yeah. so – um, I mean, that's really the value, I think, is take the time, map it out, have your own internal masterminds, and make sure that you just put it out there. You're going to get better as you go. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, guys, I hope we brought uh, plenty of value to you. Um, you know, I, I think it's very valuable information, even if you're maybe not at that spot in your business where you feel like that you need this type of stuff yet. I still think it's smart. If you go download well, this free thing on, you know, on the link on YouTube, I mean, mm -hmm. just so that you have access to that in the future, because you just don't know where you're going to be in two years or three years. And you're going to be like, man, where, where was that? Right. Well, I heard that one thing that I think I could have used now, you know. So we were exposed to ClickBank how many years ago, Cal? We, we tried to run a, a Forex yeah. offer. Had we seven. had we got on this bandwagon back then, we would be so much further ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, we just stayed on it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we actually built. Remember Forex Money Train? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dale Klaus. <laughs> You're bringing, man, we're reaching way back, but yeah. had, like had we just name I came up with to write this guy's story, you know, <laughs> you still remember. I would not wait on marketing, online marketing, man. I would just get on it and and, stand, yeah. and take the advice that we've given today. There's just start information yeah. everywhere. Right? Yeah, but we're going to utilize a ton of outsourcing and our internal studs uh, between Corey and Austin, and we're gonna we're gonna build some cool shit. And that's really what we're gonna do from here. After we get out this episode, we're gonna start delegating out the topics and getting to work yeah so yeah this episode was brought to you by easier accounting <laughs> yeah. and 60 day credit and repair because uh that's what we're mapping out you know so that's who it's brought to you by and you're welcome so guys here's the deal um please just take a couple minutes of your day and uh, write a review you know, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Even if you don't watch shit on YouTube, subscribe to it. It definitely helps um, having more subscribers, I think, in general. Um, and share. And, and, yeah, you know, if, 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 it's, it, if you find value in yeah, it, share it. exactly. Yeah. Share it with somebody yeah. that, uh, that you think could benefit from it. And you guys have done a wonderful job of doing that. There's plenty of people that yeah, follow us on a day-to-day -day basis uh, based upon the fact that, you know, a friend told them about us. So we definitely appreciate that. And, uh you know, again, guys, all we do is try to give you information that we think is valuable to you. Um, and, you know, we hope you take it and do something with it and win. 
You know, that's, us. That's, that's the biggest mm-hmm. compliment that we could get is getting stories back six months later or a year later saying, hey, I listened to this episode and it changed the trajectory of my life or my business or whatever. And we get messages like that all the time. Yeah. And it's super rewarding. And that's why we do what we do. You know, um, we've made money before this podcast. We'll make money after the podcast. You know, this is really just about impacting people and, and uh, you know, giving entrepreneurs a fucking roadmap. Right. You know, I mean, we drop fucking fire, you know, week after week. And this is information that people charge thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for. True. And so, um, you know, all we do is ask for you guys to, you know, drop a review or share the information. So other than that, you know, we uh, we wish you guys well. Keep kicking ass and uh, we'll see you next week.